Got Your Ears On is brought to you by Tactical Legion 9. Alright everybody, hello and welcome to this week's episode of Got Your Ears On. Guido here along with Scoot. Yo, 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 yo. And Johnson. So Guido, since we last spoke, uh, just a few things have happened. Can I give you some highlights? Are they highlights? Uh, some lights, if you will. <laughs> okay, what are the lights? So in chronological order, or at least an attempt to, I think I've got this correctly. So since we last talked to folks, Eric Stevenson apologized for Crotchgate. Scoot, can I call it Crotchgate? I think that's what I'm going to do. He's, he did do something to the crotchal region. WVU lost to Kansas. Uh, followed that up with terrifically bad news about Jose Perez. The NCAA should just feel ashamed of itself. Jose Perez has his appeal for his transfer waiver denied. Then we lose to Jalen Bridges and the Baylor Bears. Uh, then the little th- you guys may have heard of Larry Harrison, uh, WVU parts ways with associate head coach Larry Harrison. And most recently, if that wasn't enough for you, WVU fans, WVU loses on the road at Oklahoma, Guido. So all good, good stuff, Johnson. Just wonderful. Yeah, I mean, just a whole weeks. laundry list of great things to recap. I mean, I Scooty, I don't even know where to start, but I think, I think automatically, I want to pick right off the top uh, the Larry Harrison situation. Okay, Larry Harrison, twenty five years, twenty years, twenty five years. Twenty four. Twenty four. Twenty four. Twenty four with hugs. Sixteen at WVU. I think. Scoot. Is that? Yes. Am I saying that? Sounds right? right. Yep. And I think what caught my attention about this. So it happens the day after we lose to Baylor. Um, what caught my attention about this is is one. I don't think any of us saw it coming. I I I think that it was completely a shock. Two is I don't think any of the players saw this coming because it was. A lot of tweets from current, I mean, a lot of past players, but a lot of current players were tweeting out, oh my gosh, oh, I can't believe, you know, like surprise tweets to that. And then on top of it, you add like, the, you know, you're, you're talking about that mound of mess. And then you just add a little bit of like a, the cherry on top is, is Coach Huggins kind of said on his Thursday night show with Tony that I don't really have much to talk about it. I, I wasn't as much of a, I forget what the exact line was, but it was like, I wasn't as much of a part of it as, as people I, are making it out there. Yeah, as I was portrayed. He did use the word yeah. portrayed. So, Scoot, what happened? Well, that's a good question. Um, well, a couple things are actually happening, right? Either Hugs is not being 100% forthcoming with information, um, or, and this is very possible, I don't think he would lie, but I'm just, I don't know that he's giving us the entire story. Or uh, Gordon Gee and Ren Baker, um, maybe some boosters were involved in determining that Larry Harrison was an issue, and they decided to remove him early. Yeah, I have, Scoot, can I tell you, I have two lines of thought on this, and and Guido, you too. So I have the, um, uh, because we're not allowed to say anything, apparently, right. You know, because right. like you guys said, Hugs ended that too, saying, and I'm not going to take, like he... Uh, I'm not taking any questions on this. Right. He wished Larry Harrison uh, well in the future, which seems absurd. And then, you know, that was just like, felt like the coldest, iciest thing in that, in that moment. And then uh, I'm not taking any further questions. So I hate things like this, Guido, because 
what if we are if we are known to do anything as Mountaineer Nation, we will fill a void with speculation, rumor, and right. I mean, we yes. will just fill it in a heartbeat, right? So, I, I I get that maybe you can't be transparent, but when you just clamp it down, then I hate that you just leave it open for what you know whatever innuendo and rumor. So I have anyway, I have two thoughts. One, the uh, speculative, maybe we'll say thread in my brain is that I think you're left to believe. What do you guys think? I think you're left to believe that perhaps coach Harrison was caught up in something that hugs was maybe like, we're going to push through that issue and administrators or someone was like, uh, no, we feel like we got to get arm's length away from this and, and cut ties. I think that's like my speculative thread. My, Are you thinking like a, no, a non-basketball issue? Yeah, or like a recruiting violation or something that made the school go, we got we to gotta create separation here. We don't feel comfortable. you know. So that's my okay. like speculation. The caning effect, yeah, if you will. Right, yeah, something – where they were like, no, we're not comfortable with this. We got to, we got to separate. So that's like my speculation thread, uh, which I think is unfair. That's why I don't like this void of no info. Cause you know, in fairness to Larry Harrison, maybe you're besmirching, you know, reputation that shouldn't be that way. But anyway, that's like my speculation thread. And then you guys, my, uh, my conspiracy theorist hat, my rumor monger hat starts to wonder, Scoot, if whoever orchestrated the lionsing, uh, reached down, punched down and said, you know, re reason X, you got to get rid of this guy. That kind of thing. That's my like conspiracy. Guido is like someone punched down. Like whoever helped with the whole lionsing thing, maybe they're punching down again. I don't know. I'm here with you, and let me just say, Scoot. Like I think, I, I, I started the week or started the halfway through the week thinking, okay, this was Coach Huggins having to making a change because he wasn't happy with Harrison and the rotations. This was. Uh, the institution saying, you know, we had to make a change or, or something happened because of a non-basketball related thing. And then, like, the more I thought about it and the more it, like, simmered with me, Johnson, the more I went down, and maybe I'm going down a path that I was going to push till later in the show, but more I'm going down the path of this is, like, I I no longer think Ren Baker or Gordon Gee is running the in, the program, the athletic department anymore. I think it's Country Roads Trust that's running the athletic department. Oh, that's department spicy. Now. now that's a spicy take, Scoot. Uh, Guido's that's spicy. I think I think this it started it started whenever, you know, f months ago. Country Roads Trust got started last year, right? Ramped up, making money, kids are getting paid. Now you see Shane Lines didn't want to work with them. Shane Lines is out. If any of you are following Country Roads Trust on Twitter, social media, you'll see, oddly enough, Amanda Maisie did like a 10-part interview with Ren Baker on the Country Roads Trust Twitter this past week. Is that that line that Shane Lyons was talking about not crossing? Maybe. Might, may, I think Ren just like he like leaped across it. Um, I think that now you're looking at the, somebody from the Country Roads Trust, maybe somebody who has basketball knowledge, said, you know, hey, problem isn't uh, Coach Huggins. You can't fire him. He's a Hall of Famer. But there's this other guy. 
you can get rid of him. That'll piss Coach Huggins off. And now Coach Huggins wants to leave because you took his guy away from him. And that's where I'm at on it now. I think Coach Huggins is going to leave at the you're end putting, of the season. You're putting meat on the conspiracy theory bone there. I tell you, I feel uh, – what's the guy – what's the conspir- The big conspiracy guy that's on radio all the time? Oh, I can't think of his oh, name. Are you doing like an Alex Jones or <laughs> yeah, like – Yeah, like an uh, Alex Jones kind of thing. That's where I'm at on it right I'm now. I'm going to – listen, I'm going to go one further. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm Spicy. I'm going to go one further, okay? Whoever made this decision on Larry Harrison – also made the decision on Shane Lyons. Yeah. Also forced the terrorist hostage video of Neil Brown. <laughs> yes. I forgot about that. That, just totally okay. left my that mind would as well. that would fit, wouldn't it? That would fits fit this, in. fits this. And here's okay, so you got to me, you've got two suspects. Okay. okay. All right. I want to hear the. I want to hear one the. Is, we need, one is Sco- more we need like uh, we need Guido's soundboard like the Law and Order the <laughs> yes. Law and Order ching, like ching, dun, dun, ching, ching, ching. you know like uh, <laughs> one is more obvious. Maybe Gordon Gee. I'm going to throw his name. I mean, because he is the president, so I've got to throw him out there. Right. You ready for the other one? Okay. Oliver Luck. Ooh, I, really? You think? I think I think, it's, I think it's well, I think it's two people. So I, I get the gee, and I think the other one is I think it's Oliver Luck and Ken Kendricks working together. Because Oliver's gonna have a working knowledge of Larry Harrison. And maybe it was an issue back when Oliver was here and you know he was like, you know what? I see where this is going, nothing's happening. Shane didn't do anything about it. We just brought in a new guy. Hey, new guy, we need to make a move. Make it now. Yeah, well, it it does make you think that too. I, I have one I have one question though, but before I say that, it does make you think that too, doesn't it? Because we all felt like Ren Baker was the yes man that someone would have brought in, and this now feels like stuff like this feels so you like, feel like an he's extension. Like the executioner. Well, or like, hey, hey, deliver this message. You know what I mean? Right. Like, hey, go go deliver this message. Now, I, I I have one question though, and I Guido, I think I think it might be uh, maybe directed your way because you're better. You're more conscientious of listening to like the post game stuff than I am. Sometime I saved a tweet from, let me give credit correctly here. So it's at West by God WV. Um, They had tweeted that account had tweeted. I heard hugs make the comment after the Kansas state loss about letting some staff hang on for too long. Wasn't sure exactly who that was directed at, but now we know. When I read that, I thought that's really interesting because I I don't recall that. And I usually listen to stuff. I know you do too. Does that, I just wondered if that rang a bell with you because to me then that that frames that certainly. Like, I mean, like this person is pointing out that would frame it differently, but, but I don't, I don't remember that. I don't remember that being a thing. I don't, I don't remember that being a thing either. I don't remember that thing. I'd have to go back and listen to it. I, I, you know, and I guess, Johnson, I, I'll say this, that as much as I think it's it's great that these uh, academic uh, athletes, these, these student athletes are now getting paid for all the money that the school makes, I guess, off of this, it's the, the name and likeness, the power 
the power that is is allowed to people that aren't part of the institution is starting to scare me a little bit, I guess, and how it affects. And you guys took you guys took it from me because I went off last week. There was a tweet that Country Roads Trust put out last week. And I, let, me, simple, let me just go. Simple I, math, Guido. It was simple si- math. The simple math tweet, right? It was like more than 210 WVU alumni, if half signed up for just the lowest level of our annual revenue generating, uh, of annual revenue generating for WVU student athletes, it would be seven figures. Saying that like every student athlete would be able to make seven figures, right? Um, we're no mathematics here to Country Roads Trust, but it sounds pretty good. Join Country Roads Trust. And uh, this is all I, uh, you know. I don't know how other people feel about it. I I want these players to get cars from Toothman Ford and to get free pepperoni rolls from my buddy Chris at Country Club Bakery. I want all of that stuff to happen, Scoot. I get mad now that you're asking us as fans to not only pay to go to the games, to pay to wear and shirts and hats and all the stuff that we buy that have your that have your image on it. And now you're asking us, hey, and also while you're doing all of that, and donate to the athletic department so you can park really close to the stadium, right? You gotta, you gotta, you gotta pull out your checkbook to get that blue lot pass. And now you're saying, hey, uh, meanwhile, we also want you to pay for these students to come and play here. And so I'm just tired. I'm tired of it. Like I'm t- like it's. It, and now you've let these people, you've let Ken Kendricks, you've let Ollie Luck, you've let the Country Roads Trust have so much power over the institution, over the players, and I feel like. Because we're not in Alabama, because we're not a a big program school, we're going to get left out in the wash. We're going to be the, you know, because first of all, you don't have W. I mean, there are some great WVU boosters. I know there are a lot of people who went to WVU that make a great living in the world, in the world. That's great. But half of West Virginia scoot can't afford to write. What is the no, minimum? It's, well, it's like three hundred dollars a year. It's the fans that are going to get the alumni might be okay, but it's the fans, which West Virginia is one of those institutions which is kind of unique in the sense that um there's a lot of west virginia fans that have never really stepped foot in one of the academic buildings right right i mean that's i mean that's That's it's rare yeah that's fair i mean that's kind of rare you think of uh any other school there's a good chance that they probably went there or they've got a connection a family connection or whatever um but i i do i think that's that's gonna hit it it stings the average West Virginian to, to go back real quick though, on my theory, right? So I said, Oliver Luck or Gordon Gee. Yeah. If it's Gordon Gee. Right. And I said this to Guido over the week. Is this not an example of a collegiate Jerry Jones? <laughs> Would he not be like a collegiate kinda Jerry look, Jones? It kind of looks similar. I mean, there's, I can see the similarities right? in looks. Where he's the boss, I... but is getting his hands into stuff. I think that now skewed, like, I don't think it is Gordon Gee. Like, I think it's Gordon Gee to the sense of like, he's getting pressure from these, from these high profile donors, but I don't think it's Gordon Gee. Yeah. I'm not sure either. I, 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 I'm not sure. I, I think your, I think your other conspiracy lead is more interesting to me. Scooch or Ollie Luck and, and other big donors like you and Guido were saying, I hadn't thought about that, but that's, I was thinking Country Roads Trust for sure, but maybe so certain players within. But I let's think- go back, go back to Oliver Luck, right? And and Country Roads Trust. What's one of the first things that Ren Baker did? Like within the first day of being hired, what was one of the big news items? Do you guys remember? Well, I don't know if this is what you're going at, but I remember by that Friday they had pushed to like double their um, 
membership their donation amount. Yeah. Well, remember that's they had one d- thing. Uh, like that week they immediately did this big push to double their membership. But correct me if I'm wrong. Within the, maybe the first, maybe it was 48 hours, but it was within the first two days. Ren Baker had already reached out to Pat McAfee. True. Great. Yeah. McAfee so made I'm wondering, that is this com- is this comment, uh, yeah. Country Roads Trust like, hey, we've got these pretty prominent alumni who are have a lot of influence in social media in news media uh in the sports world you need to reconnect with all of these people because that's where an area that we're lacking you know you think of uh, and i also have noticed a very i don't want to say strange but like there is a major west virginia social media love fest with geno smith right now like every time you turn around, there's a Geno Smith appreciation post about something about Geno. Yeah, but I read that. I read that scoot like finally in that regard. To honestly, right. I mean, to to me, that's always been lacking. I don't think you're wrong, but I I read that as finally. But I think Guido, I sent this. T- I think I fired this off to you Tuesday because I initially got angry about it because in my Twitter feed. I'm scrolling past people complaining about the price of eggs in certain parts, certain areas. Right. And then in the middle of all of that interest rates and I don't know what all I was reading about. And then like, I think it's, it's in fairness to country roads trust. I, you know, who knows how other people saw this, but in my feed, it was framed by all this other stuff. And then here they are saying, you're come on Jeeps gates. You're, you're sitting on all this loose money. Just donate your minimum amount. We got, we got, we got players to pay over here. Come on, people. We got student we got student athletes that are getting a free education that we have to pay. To, uh, <laughs> it just hit me. I don't it know. hit I'm, me wrong I, Tuesday. I know. It just was. It was. It, they definitely were not reading the room, right? They definitely like have not been uh, reading the room. I, I I don't know, guys. I I think the Larry Harrison thing is really interesting. I'm a little nervous. You know what the long term effects of it are. Like I'm really nervous of is this the first nail in the Huggins leaving WVU coffin. Yeah. That's, well, that's where I'm it, at. It makes you think that, doesn't it? And Scoot, I think it would be, I felt like I feel disingenuous if I don't say, like, look, pretty much the whole timeline of our podcast, Scoot, I think you and I have been wanting Hugs to shake up this staff, right? We've been saying for season after, uh, probably five seasons now, man, this coaching staff feels stale really wish he would move on. So I think I just want to say that I think it's reasonable that two things can be true on this. I can have wanted there to be a shakeup, but also feel like Larry Harrison is getting a raw deal being fired in the middle of the season after being a 16 well, year tenured per, you know, like I don't know an elegant way to do that. Says, but, yeah. You may, you, we need to make changes, but this is not the time. Yeah. To make this those is changes, poor, right. This is right. not right. And so that's what leads us to believe. Was he doing something wrong? Right. Was there something about to why come this out that we urgency? Didn't, yeah. Why? Like you're mid season. Right. So it doesn't make any sense. Well, you know, the, the non-conference schedule was good enough for him to be a coach. And now all of a sudden something's happened within right. the last couple of weeks. Yeah. You know, like what, what is that? Is he a part of the reason Jose um, Perez, you know, all kinds of speculation. Was he a reason why Jose is not, you know, eligible? I don't think he is, but could he be? I have no idea. So there's a lot of like, I'm not sure what's going on here, but 
it feels weird. Yeah. I will say this. My prediction is just like the offensive coordinator, I predict nothing will be added until later on. This maybe, will maybe go never. unfilled. Yes. Unfilled position. I mean, we're not going to bring somebody in midseason. That's weird. Speaking of predictions, Scooty, how do you feel about 12 wins right now? How's that How's that 12 win prediction you had feeling? I'm going to hold fast to it. You can hold fast to it. I am going to hold. Johnson, what's, fast what's the math on it. that? Can you can we do the quick math on uh, that? Well, well, we got fourteen games left. Scooch got to go on a run. Twelve and two. You, you got to go on a well, run. Hug said so, they're just getting ready. There's no way they're the worst team in the league. He said. Well, that. can we? I, I don't want to jump the. I don't want to get the cart before the horse here, Guido, because I, I don't know how you want to cover some of this game discussion. But I will. I, I think we should all three of us. So Scoot sounds like he's given his answer. You know, the this the funny thing is, Guido, I don't know where I think I know where you're at. But I know where Guido's as, at. as much as we've been complaining and lamenting, and I was texting you guys post Oklahoma there Saturday evening, I have I have not given up on this team. And I, and I just want to say one thing. I think and I think Scoot will back me up here. There's there's just way too much talent on this team. Like I know they're not playing well. I know they can't make a foul. Sh- I, I know they can't throw it in the ocean from the foul line right now. I, I get all that. But Saturday, I think, was a case in point. Way more talent on our roster, in my opinion, versus Oklahoma, to the point where, Guido, I wanted to bring this up. We were talking about it a little bit over text. I said, look, I hate to say this, but I think if you take that beehive of Porter Moser and his staff that was happening on the Oklahoma sideline – and you just switch them over to WVU sideline, they would have beaten Oklahoma's lineup. I mean, I just think WVU's roster has way too much talent on it to be playing and performing the way it is. I think the coaching staff, hugs and staff, need to figure it out and extract the value. It's there. I, I just don't think they're putting it together. Uh, and I think that, like, if we're looking specifically, um, Trey Mitchell – Started the year, I felt pretty good about Trey Mitchell. He has sputtered as of late, but it's still there. You still you still see the glimpses of it. Uh, ever since since the uh, technical foul situation, Crotch Eric Gate. Stevenson's not come on. Scoot. He's Crotch not. Been this, I'm trying to get Crotchgate. I'm cr- trying Crotch to get some, region gate. I'm trying the to get Crotchel region. Crotchgate. Uh, Ever since that, he has not been the same no, guy. No, not at all. No. And, and and we still have the foul problem. Yeah. We still have the foul problem right. with him. Like, he's um, constantly in foul issues. The big man situation, it's real, right? There, Jimmy Bell, I think everyone loves Jimmy Bell. I think everyone wants to love him even more. Jimmy struggles at finishing around the rim. I think the the size is there. It's so there's little things there. So you know, I wonder, and I said this before, maybe not on the show, but I think I know I've said it to to Johnson in a conversation. You know, is that where we're missing Eric Martin? Is that you know, are some of the some of the um, dynamic of the staff different? Because we really didn't add anyone new per se. We just shifted Josh Eilert. To a different role. Let, let me ask you this though, and I, so here's here's how I'm looking at this. Because you got to answer it too, year. Guido. You got to answer the question. I, too. I'm not in on it. So like I'm done with the team, right? Oof. Like the okay. Oklahoma. The, I am like, and I don't know if I'm done with the coaching. I don't know if I'm done. 
I'm and I'm not done. You know I'm going to watch, but you know what I mean. Like I just I'm not. I I've whatever lost expectations my, and I get it. you have. You're not you're trusting the climb. Now. I'm not oh, trusting the basketball. Are you just going right to start now. wearing watching yeah. the games with your Jared Deggy jersey? I might. I might have to. Uh, here's this is where my question is: Is like last year's team? We're starting. We're, we're we looked great, or we look we won. I'll let me re- rephrase that. We won games in the pre-conference schedule. We started the conference schedule, and actually, we have a worse record now than we did last year in the conference schedule at this point in the season. My, my question is, is like, is the difference is this year we like the personalities, right? We might we like the guys. We like we like their personalities. We like how they act on the court. We like how they look. We like all of that. We like that part of it. Last year, I don't think we liked the personalities, right? We were complaining a lot about the personalities last year. JB and the, the attitude and the like. I think that the, I think it's the, like we we've, we're in the same problem. You you have you guys have buy in because you like the personalities uh, and you like the, the pieces, talent level is better. The, the talent level is way better. But but the but either way the 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 chess pieces aren't being moved on the board correctly. Well, and that's so a that coaching. A that's a Huggins. That's thing. a coaching yeah. issue, right? right? I agree with that. The, or is that or is that is that part of like what is now you know and I mean basketball has always been a little bit different than football in this matter but like is that part of like every year you have a new starting five like you were not bring, I mean like that I, is that the difference of like being able to get a team to gel I think it doesn't help I, I mean it I, doesn't help but I think everyone's got to kind of go through something similar because let's like t- take that last shot like the primary example of all of that I think is. Eric Stevenson taking that last that shot with under a minute to go at that Oklahoma game. It was a terrible shot. Like, you know, that's a to me. That's I, I think that's a coaching issue. Like, he's got to know. He's got to be coached. That's you don't you, you you've got plenty of time. You don't take that shot. Well, and not so, to be not to be contrary because that is traditionally Scoot's uh, role on this show. But yes, just I will anymore. be con- I will not be contrary. Anymore, I'm a change man. <laughs> I will I don't believe. It. I, I will be contrary on this Guido, though I, I think in that example, the more I thought about it, I I think the play was to run through Eric, but I think there was also a plan B if he didn't have a shot and he stubbornly still tried to get a shot. So I think the coaching was likely there. I I mean I don't think that's what Hugs drew up. I but I think that's where for whatever reason, it's the same way with these foul shooting things. I think mentally this team has not clicked together yet. I, I don't know what the answer is, but I think the talents there, they just have not clicked the pieces together. And I'll yet. say this. Um, I do think it's a coaching issue because let's take the transfer portal out of this. There are a lot of coaches at the higher level the John Calipari's, the Mike Shashesky's, the, the Jim Beheim's, the Mike or the Tom Izzo's, they kind of had a de facto transfer portal in the sense that a lot of their guys they would lose guys after one you year get, to the NBA or to professional. So yeah. you're constantly putting together five new starters. You're constantly putting together a new rotation of eight guys or nine guys. We still continue to rotate about ten. So that's. Uh, I'm not saying to you know take Bob Huggins out to a pasture or a, or a nursing home and just leave him, you know, and and not check in on him. But what I am saying is, I mean, we're gonna check yeah, in. I mean, on come him. on, we'll, <laughs> we'll check I mean, in on him. On. What are we doing? Really stop what I am saying is, cigarettes every on, now and then. Geez. If 
if you watch mannerisms and you watch the sideline and you watch Coach Huggins and he's on the stool and his arms are folded and um, five, seven, eight years ago, similar situations happen. He's probably not on the stool. He's probably not arms folded. He's not eyes rolling. He's animated. You used to be able to hear Coach Huggins during timeouts. You used to be able to hear Coach Huggins during bad calls. You used to hear Coach Huggins yelling at guys about how they weren't running the offense the right way or, you know, this guy was in the wrong spot. Now, granted, not everyone likes to be coached that way, and and maybe that is Coach Huggins struggling with this new athlete, this newer athlete. But if you watch – a lot of successful college coaches, they're pretty animated on the sidelines. And right now you don't see a lot of that out of Coach Huggins. Well, they also scoot. I Again, though, I, I think those – I mean, look, we we commented about the Kansas State staff. We commented about um, – I text you during the Baylor game. Scott Drew and his assistants looked like Wall Street analysts over there with placards, and they were like to get huddling together and guys pulling other guys aside – I thought Porter Moser's staff was the same way at Oklahoma. They were like a beehive of activity other than hugs. I hardly ever, every once in a while I would notice Alex Ruoff stand up and try to wave at people to do certain things. I just don't think, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, but that's kind of like this Larry Harrison thing. I think if you were going to do this, maybe five years ago is when you would have done this and helped hugs out by bringing in new energy and new blood and people that would do that sort of stuff. You know what I mean? It, not to frame, like I said, it's hard to comment about this Larry Harrison stuff because right. you feel to, bad about it, but it's like in well, hindsight. It's hard to stereotype, right? You don't want to stereotype the staff, right? Because we don't see all of the, inter- all we see is what the camera right, shows us exactly. when you're at a game. Right. You know, but it is telling that we see Alex Ruoff, who's a first-year guy on the staff, a graduate assistant, a younger guy, probably the youngest guy on the staff with a little bit of emotion and and, and what feels like – I don't want to – it comes across as the staff doesn't care, an apathy, if you will, but it's probably not. Well, I think, I think that's it comes across – don't you think it comes across too like more and more of it falls on Hug's shoulders? And, I mean, it's like right. you start to be like – you know the guy. I mean, he's not if fifteen years he ago. Seem hugs. Like he cares, right? If he doesn't seem like he cares, why should we? Here, here's and this is this is the part that I'm having a hard time reconciling with guys. And like Scooty's sticking hard to his twelve wins, which is crazy. And Johnson's still saying you're in on this team, which I get. And I mean, you know, I, I'm a WVU fan. I'm going to watch the games. You know, with this, we're gluttons for punishment. I understand that part of it. But th- this is where, like, we have this conversation here, and we talk about what just happened with Larry Harrison last week. For <laughs> I I am to basketball what you are to football. But but Mike, here's my wait. Yeah, I agree. Uh, hanging, hanging on to hope or what? Yeah. Hanging, yeah. Uh, I just don't like. How do you go through all of this that you've gone through now? These what all these losses? You, you lose, you know, Larry Harrison. How do you do? You, you can, how do you turn this around well, in the next fourteen? Days? I can scoot. I'm going to jump in because you'll probably say this better than me. But the reason I'm not, the reason I'm still in on this team is because I think because Guido, you you know, you were bringing up last year to this year. Last year, I I just never thought this. This season, I feel like you look at. So, you know, you look at the schedule moving forward. I can easily, I can, I think things are so predictable with this team 
I can just as well see them ripping off a four or five game winning streak as I can see them losing the next five games. I, I think that's why I'm still in on them because if you, other than Kansas, okay, mm-hmm. give me, give, give me the levity of Kansas, yep. Guido, like take, take okay. Kansas out. I think they've lost the other five games by a combined like 19, 17 points. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, that's so. nothing. And you make a few friggin' foul shots, guys. I, so is that four losses by 17? Yeah, points? come on. That's I'm not, not good at you're math. In every division one. There. And What's we've ele- Guido, let me. So you've, you've elevated Kansas state now, like Kansas state has taken this halo effect of now people are like, I think, People have moved them up to number eleven. They're playing. It's the TCU, like yeah, like, like, like what the heck? How's this team doing this? Kansas State think- is getting ready to play Kansas, I- and there's like this big showdown. ESPN's promoting it and stuff. And I keep thinking every time I see the promo for that game, Scoot, what what am I? I'm thinking. We had that team on the. We had that team toasted. Yeah, we were just smoking those clowns and just fumbled it away in the second half. So, I that's what I mean, Guido. I think I can easily see this team like clicking it together and going on a streak of five wins or something, well, just as easily as I can see them losing listen, again. Not Guido. Not that I'm saying you were totally in prior to the Oklahoma game because you were already slipping out. But I don't know that you can give a one-point loss to be the reason why you are totally out. What, the Oklahoma loss? A one-point right. loss to Oklahoma? I mean, first of all, I mean, I, one point, I feel sorry for the gamblers in that game. I mean, with that three-pointer there Seth at the Wilson end. Seth that did game jab them with a knife, didn't he? He just Ooh, he he hurt did, them. yeah, because I don't even remember. I think it was – I think it was uh, – I think it was might have been two and a half on it, but I didn't look. Um I, I, and I was – yes, you're correct. I was halfway out. I mean, I think the Larry Harris – to be honest with you, the Larry Harrison firing – kind of like was like nudging Prob- me in the probably back did and pushing me more. out the door. Yeah, probably did it more. Yeah, probably did it more than than the Oklahoma loss. Um, but there were – Scooty, you say that. And that t- – granted, I, like we watched that game while we were all texting. Um, the team had heart because there were points in that game. We were down at one point, what, 11, 12 with, you know, the, at the start of the second half with 10 minutes left to go in the game. And, yes, they came back and they there was some heart there. But, I you know – they got. I just don't. I look at like okay. So what's who's next? TCU on on Wednesday uh, in the Coliseum. Great. I'm glad they're home next two games. Wednesday, Saturday. But they're playing TCU, uh, which is a 17th ranked team. Then they go and they have to play Texas, which is a 10th ranked team. I'm, you know. And meanwhile, we're just dropping and falling like a rock. What happens if they win those two games? He's back. I mean, if they if He's they back. I'm, I mean. No, I'm warming up. I'm, I'm I mean, putting my boots on. Games, as, as, Scoot was saying, teams. As, as Scoot was saying, I, I'll start. I'll start like putting my. Bo- I'll put my socks on and get my boots. You're right. not. You get the coffee going. You get the coffee get the going co- at the camp. You're. I'll get the coffee. You're going maybe at the camp. looking to see where the carabiners are. Maybe at that point, if they win maybe. two games, right? I'm checking the backpack. Like, so, you you two, so I think this team is capable of doing just that, right? They were up until I don't know when, uh, well, whenever Purdue lost, they played the toughest against Purdue out of anybody. No, I, I, that, I, listen, I was in on this team until January th- or December 31st, really until last week. I mean, conference, you know, and I know the big, I, you're going to say it, you're gonna be a big 12, and they, everybody say it, a big 12 is the toughest conference out there right now. And they are, and that's great. 
Um, but I still, I, first of all, I don't. I'm one of the few people that I don't think ten teams from the Big Twelve get into the the March Madness. I don't think t- twelve teams get into the tournament um, or ten teams. Um, and WVU's got to not be the bottom team. We're the bottom what, team right now. What is eerily familiar, which does give me pause, which is, you know, I've told you I'm I'm in on this team. I'm shoot. I'm still predicting twelve wins. Um, I don't like the last press. Now I don't really listen to the press conferences all that much. I, I let Guido do my. He's my. Uh, I'm the press my interpreter. He's my the, press conference uh, interpreter. credential GYEA yeah. staff member. Uh, now I do. I do read. I do read some of the quotes. I do. You know. I do a little bit of research on that. But what I don't like. Which is going to sound weird to not like. It sounds weird at the surface in a vacuum. I think I know like what this. you're going to say. All of a sudden, so Hugs was pretty tough on the team here the last <laughs> I knew couple this games. Is, right? I knew this is what you were going to say. He's he's ticked. Guys aren't in the gym. Right. All of a sudden, you might Joey not Toots be a Mountaineer is, anymore. Joey Toots is running right. a yellow taxi cab to the to and from the practice facilities, <laughs> making comments like he'll grab guys, he'll make sure they're in the car. I've got a car. I'm going to pick them up, put them in the back seat. Right. I'll throw them in the in the hatchback. He's, you know, I can just picture Joey Toots trying to stuff right. uh, Mo Wagi right. and Jimmy Bell in the Ubering. in the back of the hatch right. while he's got yeah. uh, Stevenson and Seth Wilson and all these other guys in the back. It's gonna be like a clown car full of guys. Joey You're Toots is like driving. a 1991 Plymouth Sunday. <laughs> yeah, he's right. driving exactly. a, exactly. in the Chevrolet back. Chevette <laughs> with a bunch of these guys or a, a Chevy Spark or something. Anyway, so this is like a week ago. Guys aren't in the gym. I thought they liked basketball. They must not like basketball. Not going to work on their craft was I one. think they told their mothers they hated them. Like, he's like all, you know, doom and gloom. Guys don't like basketball. I've never – these guys never practice. Last game, what was he like, Johnson? He was completely positive. These guys are great. Which weirds you out, doesn't it? When Hugs does yeah, like, that, it what? weirds he me out. He did that last year, yeah. right? He did that it's last year. It's weird. So, Part of me believes it's like somebody said, hey, Hugs, listen, last press conference, you were a little hard on the guys, you know, and because of that, you know, I've heard some whispers, uh, you know, a Conquo, maybe uh, some Nick. I heard maybe Kobe Johnson, they were whispering about, you know, looking to see what else is out there. They're thinking about, you know, maybe they won't stick it out. And all of a sudden, Hugs is like, these guys are great guys. They love basketball. Yeah, they kinda, work out all the time. After Oklahoma, he's like, they competed their tails off. Like, he was very we're real close. Yeah, right. I don't yeah, think we're, we're the worst team in the conference by yeah, far. We're close to turning this around. You wait and see. Stick with us. But I worry, like, Scoot, because it makes me, and maybe that's where you're going, but it makes me always think that Hugs starts to recognize how fragile the situation is. And so he feels the right. need to back off. And I, that's, I, yeah, I took he's, that, though as a subset of the Larry Harrison impact and stuff and being a for in conference, you know, to me, I see that as hugs being like, all right, I'm going to dial it back a little bit. Cause well, and, and I'm sure we, again, we don't know all of the ins and outs of this basketball team, but I'm sure Larry had his guys, right? So right. some of those guys might be some of the prominent guys on this team. And, you know, if he's still doom and gloom and Trey Mitchell was one of Larry's guys and Emmett Matthews is one of Larry's guys and yeah. they're like, screw this. That's this, a fair this point. Old fart, yeah, it's a fair point. This old point. fart's going to rip me. 
my guy, the guy that had my back is gone. Right. They just got rid of my guy. Yeah, that's a fair point. I'm out of here. This is, but Scoot, I'm with you on it. Like, this is where I'm at. Like, drama kills a team, right? Like, drama kills but a the team. Other thing or, I, the other where, thing I or thought. Or it leads them to 12 conference wins. Well, the other thing I thought too, Scoot, this may have been after also telling them that they had to head back to the hotel because the plane was broken down. They were supposed to fly home. Like some of these guys might just have mental breakdowns. That's what I was thinking. Like if it's not bad enough, you can't get on the plane. It's not working. I thought, my goodness, like if you're on that road trip, you're just like, kill me now. Probably, you know, like I like how when it happened, he told uh, in the in the post game interview with Tony Caridi, he's like, yeah, so uh, I guess we're heading back to the hotel because the plane's broken down. So you better call your mama, Tony. That's what he said. <laughs> like hugs. I don't know. And it, But I'm with you because like I listened after the Oklahoma game. I was like, oh, hugs is going to come out. He's going to be cranky. They lost. You know, you had a, the, a terrible shot there at the end that they didn't they, they didn't move the possession long enough. And you're right. He came out and he was like, "Oh, they we're not the worst team. We're gonna. This is gonna turn around. We're he, close." And he did that last year, and it was right a dumpster after yeah. that. Like it was a dumpster yeah. fire. So that's if there's anything that gives me like a uh, he's at this stage already. Like that's not a great. No, feeling. that's a good point. And I'm you know uh, again I'm cautiously optimistic that we'll get our 12 wins. Um, and. I'm not I'm not done. And basketball is a streaky game. It's a game of matchups and sometimes when you face uh, a team that's highly ranked but the matchups are better in your favor, you win those games. It's weird. Like there's you know, granted sometimes you can't overcome some of that, but it's weird because there are times where you're like how in the world did this team beat this team? But I think going back that's, to your question, Guido, because I think I think Scoot's right. Like that's that made me uh, wonder too. Because you're you're hoping like, oh crap! I I hope the situation isn't that fragile. If that's what he's if that's what he's starting to do. But if you look at these upcoming games, you know, you mentioned TCU. I know TCU has that 17th uh, ranking. I think they fumbled away an 18 point lead against Texas last game to lose. Um, Texas, I don't know a whole lot about. They're red hot right now, which I find interesting on the heels of the whole Chris Beard situation. So, I mean, kudos to them for keeping that rolling because that's got to be weird. But then after that, you're going to face Texas Tech. You're on the road, but they're kind of a dumpster fire right now. They're also 0-5 in conference. So I I think this team – I'm hoping, Scoot, this team – still can muster the wherewithal to be like, hey, look, we had this moxie in the preseason because we were confident in how good we are. We're still good. We've just got to put it together and play our ball and make a free throw every now and then in the last five minutes of a game. And, you know, we could turn this around a bit. Scoot, I don't think they're going to go on a 12-2 run through the conference, um, but I think they can dig themselves out of this hole. I mean – I hope you're right. Yeah, I I hope you're right. I, I agree. Yeah, I just I guys, I'm just at a point with this team where I'm I'm a little nervous. I guess I'm very well, nervous, I, and I'm very nervous because I thought that this was going to be a team. I didn't think we were going to make a deep run in the tournament. Uh, maybe this was a you know maybe this was a fourth or fifth you know maybe we were second round, third round, whatever. Um, I didn't see us being. We're a, still Joey Brackett still got us in, man. Joey Brackett still I know got he's us got in. His, he's got every team in the. He's got every team Listen, in the Big Twelve in right we're now. We're still in. Joey B don't lie. Well, the ugly part of this, we're focusing on zero and five, and I think it's maybe best we just focus on zero and five. But Ethan Bach pointed out in a tweet that 
we now have reached twelve straight conference road losses. We haven't. Yeah, well, we, that, that part is we, bad. We it's haven't like won a conference road won. game in six hundred and ninety days. That's crazy. Wow. That's a crazy that's stat. Crazy. That's not. That's a that's, a, that's a coaching. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that's where you I have to go. Ski. I don't know. I'm just gonna say, uh, you guys stay positive. I love it. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna be on the other end of the spectrum until well, somebody listen, proves me wrong. Football has made us so miserable. We are just grasping <laughs> for right, anything. Right. <laughs> There's nothing like, anymore. There, it's fo- it's I painful. Mean, you're about to I talk mean, about girls basketball next, so I know you're, you're we're grasping here for anything. You know, I, I heard women's that the, basketball. Beats gets a nice hey, win listen, over Baylor. Don Plitzewhite uh, and the Mountain Lady Mountain. Are they the Lady Mountaineers? The yes. Lady Mountaineers. Why aren't they just Mountaineers? Didn't we talk about that a while back? I mean, they are Mountaineers. They are just Mountaineers. But well, anyway, they beat the 18th ranked Baylor Bears, and I I can't believe how happy I was when I read that on Twitter. I was like, thank God, someone somewhere in this sports scope of my fandom is doing something positive. Thank you. I mean, they're three and two in the conference right now, Johnson. <laughs> they're I mean, blazing a trail. I was equally as happy when the club hockey team's uniform jersey <laughs> was voted top five in college hockey. You know my favorite part, though? My favorite part about the uh, WVU women's uh, team beating the Baylor Bears was was the uh, Facebook post that our good friend from the show, Brent Solheim, put out. As an alumni, as a as a stu- you know student athlete alumni, he can go to the Coliseum every now and then and right. shoot around. Was going to take his son to, was going to take his son to go shoot around. Didn't check the schedule. There was a women's basketball yes. game, and so he and his son got to watch the game <laughs> together. So that was fun. That was fun for me to see that. So I'm glad that our good our good friend Mr. Solheim did that. Uh, WVU men's basketball plays Wednesday this week. We play Wednesday in the Coliseum. Uh, at 7 p.m. tip against TCU. That game is on ESPN+. And then we stay in the Coliseum, play again on Saturday against the non-coached Chris Beard. Because last time we, again, this has happened since the last time we did a show, he's officially fired right. from yes. Texas. Uh, so WVU hosts Texas on Saturday. That's a 6 p.m. Tip, tip. That's a 6 p.m. tip on Saturday. That game is on one of the ESPN networks. They don't know Scoot, which one yet. Uh, in yes. the Collie. Yes, they're, in the Collie. In the Collie. No, in the Collie? That's what the We're kids are calling it. It's my, and, it's my pet, and kids, listen, my pet the kids peeve. Are I'm not a fan of that. We don't won't tell you this. And and folks, this is a podcast. Speak can't to the people, this. Scoot. Speak to the people. Uh, Guido is currently, yeah. and I don't know that you know this, Johnson, but Guido is currently st- working on stylizing his hair. Okay. Similar to the head coach of TCU, Jamie Dixon. You go, you go over the Jamie oh, Dixon. Okay. He's yeah. going for the Jamie. He's, 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 he's it growing back. it out so that he can slick it back. Yeah. Yes. And and he will have uh, what appears to be a skunk look about <laughs> the <him>. JD. <laughs> yeah, the JD. I'll have to get some of Scoot's gray and put it on the in my hair to get the. Ooh, that's a shot. That's a Ooh. shot right there, Scoot. Well, that's yeah. a shot across the bow. Let's uh, let's jump real quick and talk about some football news, guys. I mean, not a ton of stuff to talk about. First, I, we we got to say as it relates to WVU football. Even though he lost this past weekend, congrats to Geno Smith for making the playoffs, uh, comeback play of the year, made the Pro Bowl. Geno had a hell of a season. Yeah, he set the uh, Seahawks single season passing yards record. I mean, that's not too shabby. Right. He got a con- he's in a, in a, in a, it's he's got a contract, right? He's like he's in for next year. He's their starting quarterback. Yeah, he's next expected year. to return for for next season. I think it's awesome. Great for him. 
Yes. No scoot, nothing. It's good. I mean, it's good. It's I listen, it bothers me that we didn't celebrate him earlier, right? For a long time in the NFL, he was kind of seen as a a, a bust. Or uh, and that's not fair to him. Well, I like the way Guido that he's been. If you've been really kind of following this story, I ended up following the Seahawks on Twitter so I could see some of their releases that they do. I I like the way Gino carries himself. Just as a quick aside, oh, I mean great. he he always has the right thing to say. I think it's a great. Uh, I mean, it, obviously he's now, you know, a step removed from WVU, but I love it when we have people out there that are really terrific ambassadors for the university. And I think, I think that's what he's doing right now. It's terrific. When you say that your worst day is better than most right. people's great days, yeah. like he's humbled. He understands yeah. that like he's living a dream. Like it's, he's not upset regardless of outcome. Yeah. He's not going to be upset because he knows that. He's getting paid to throw a ball. Well, and I think the Seattle fan base, it feels like they've gravitated towards him. Like they they really yeah. like him. They yeah. they like his his the way he holds himself, the way he's playing. So I think it's awesome, Guido. I'm glad glad you highlighted it. Yeah, it's 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 great for him. Uh as for our current WVU team, transfer portal still being kind of active. I mean, again, guys, I'm I'm not sure how to read into any of it. I mean, we uh we start getting some guys. I mean we've lost guys. I saw where two guys committed to Liberty, right? Uh, Reese Smith and and somebody else. Um, Caden Prather uh goes to Maryland. So all these guys kind of kind of leaving. But we do. I have- think we do. If you're one of the uh scoot i don't know if you do this i see a lot of people on twitter that do this i try not to do this because i think it's hard to gauge but if you're one of the people that just reads the university names in and out uh i think it was nice to see if you're one of those folks i i try not to be one of those folks but we pick up a defensive lineman from penn state we pick up a wide receiver from nc state uh, you know, there were at least, you know, cause I think people get perturbed when, cause didn't we say this last show, Scoot, like we got two guys from Kent state, not, yeah, not, like, to, not, not to right. overly disparage Kent state, but it's not, it's not the most exciting thing in the world. So at least, and you know, we talked about the tight end from LSU, at least we're mixing in some imports that, you know, feel like they're division one talent, I guess Listen, is what I want to say. I, and I want to come out and say this. This is related to all of this information, but it's also related to our show here at Got Your Ears On. Okay. okay. We, I think, pride ourselves on talking like fans because we are fans. Yes. Right. right. And we aren't. <laughs> most, of, right. most of the time. Well, we don't. I think we're a true fan podcast in the sense that we're not going to kiss anyone's rear end for the opportunity to, you know, I don't know, help promote ourselves down the road, okay. right? So I think we're going to okay. we're going to speak. Yeah. You know, like if we're frustrated by something, we're going to say we're frustrated by something. We're not going to hold it in so that with the outside chance that maybe they'll uh like our show or something and and I don't know, somehow promote us in, scoots giving in, up the ghost of being the official podcast of you're WV saying you're Sports not going to blow sunshine up the butts is what you're saying scoot well i don't think we do i think we we straight shooters scoot don't straight think shooters. red baker's coming on this show anytime soon boys. or neil brown i don't know that neil brown i don't think neil brown if i reach out to neil brown i think i'm an instant block i don't even think it's uh it's not a reply it's just a straight up block yeah um right. But that's, I think that's what like average fans, you know, we, 
because I talked to more than just you guys about WVU sports and what we're talking about is what a lot of people are thinking and a lot of people are talking about. So, you know, I think if anything, what we do is maybe give some credence to how people are feeling because we're feeling it too. You know, when everything's roses, it's easy, easy podcast to to carry on and easy conversations to have. Well, and I was saying this the other day, Scooty, I was saying this the other day to a friend of mine, we were talking about how I do a podcast about WVU sports and he's like, oh, that's got to be rough. And I was like, you know, what's funny about it is we're kind of growing. Like we got more listeners every week than we had the week before people. I think that that, like everybody's like, they need a place to come. It's just a (laughs) a safe space. Well, what it does, I think is it verifies people's thoughts. You know what? Like, Hey, I was thinking kind of the same thing, or I wonder what these guys have to say. Cause I've been thinking this, let's see if they kind of talk about what I've been thinking. And, and hopefully we do. And, and hopefully, um, you like what I'd, you we hear. Should, I wish there was a, we need, I wish like we were like pre- we had presidential polling and like we could just call people and be like who do you agree with most on the show <laughs> and see who well, got the most vo- listen, Scoot Scoot's gonna like oh, listen Scoot is Scoot I, I think there's a certain demographic within the, the state T-Scoot. of West Virginia or or you within are, West that Virginia is fans. the Scoot demographic is that what you're saying that yes, yes there is the Scootster there's <laughs> there's some people out there maybe mid forties maybe. <laughs> Maybe a triple threat, handsome, funny, and athletic, that also <laughs> think about WVU sports the same like way. Like Nielsen polling shares. Yes. yes. Males, that's my demographic. Males that's 35 my demographic. to 45. Males, males 43 <laughs> to 47 find Scooty. Very well, I think in regard to this transfer portal stuff, Scoot, I, I brought up the team name stuff because I think that we get numb to the like Tennessee state the other day, we got a kicker from Georgia state. We got, uh, we got somebody recently from Towson, I think. And you get numb to like genuinely thinking like, who are the people that are going to help this team get out of this mire? So at least when I see, like uh, Devin Carter flipped his commit, the kid from NC state, he flipped away from Penn state to join us. You know, I'm so, you guys said it at the top. I think I'm so starved for positive information. Even those kind of things at least are like, okay, maybe that's something I grab onto it. You know what I mean? And subconsciously, I was gonna say subconsciously, maybe you think, well, maybe there's some credence to tossing in some cash to this country roads trust because maybe these are the only guys we can afford or these you know mid-major type guys but i don't know that that's necessarily the case i think there's a it's a combination of things i think um i mean let's let's be honest you know the team has been sputtering so do you jump on a a ship that seems to be rudderless or or you know or some of these guys might be just looking for an opportunity to kind of advance themselves on down the road. So it's just kind of a interesting dynamic. Well, let's just check. It's been 31 days and we still don't have an offensive coordinator. We do. We have one. He's there. He's already he there. wears a visor. Yes. His, He's wearing a visor. His and name does rhymes awesome with cannonballs. His, his name rhymes with Beal Noun. Is what is what his name rhymes with. So, Scoot, one last thing, Guido, if if you don't mind, we cover this just really fast. Scoot, what you're talking about NIL and who we can afford and all that kind of stuff. 
I plopped something into the show notes just because I found it ridiculous. There's apparently, uh, let me see who tweeted this out really fast. Stuart Mandel, I think, is where I saw this. He tweeted out a story uh, that's brewing around Florida. So I guess Florida, of course, has a collective similar to Country Roads Trust. They're recording, they're recruiting, recording, they're recruiting this a kid to Florida, Jalen Rashada, who is supposed to be like one of the top quarterback recruits in the country, reportedly on a $13 million NIL deal. They then tried to uh, terminate that. Like they dangled it out there. They got his interest. Now reportedly they've been like, whoa, 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 whoa. We're, we're pulling that back. Now, he has not enrolled and the story appears that he's now suing them. <laughs> like V now is a lawsuit uh, against that collective. I, and Guido, I guess I just bring it up because it's like more and more of these NIL, it, it, we shouldn't be surprised that something like this would happen. We shouldn't be surprised, but it's still ridiculous to me that that much money could be wrapped up in a one player NIL deal. Right. And now we're talking about there being lawsuits because I I agreed to come and put like that you you didn't I mean you're not signing contracts to play for this money but you're being guaranteed this money but you're getting a you know and and I still don't understand how the and and like listen we can go down a path things were a lot simpler when Terrell Pryor just sold his gold pants <laughs> right, and right. his whatever like, else and that's is. the problem that's what I think when this all started Scoot I was with you like I thought that's that's what it was gonna be it was gonna be like when you would trade things for tattoos things were a lot easier ah uh, the good old days here's a signed helmet give me a car whatever like I thought it was gonna be that kind of stuff like we're talking about thirteen million dollars and a kid suing the school because he didn't get his his money meanwhile. And 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 on top of everything else, and this is where I get frustrated about about it. And on top of everything else, you know, this kid's going to get paid thirteen million dollars. He's going to be on a full ride. He's not going to pay a dollar to go to school there, right? But you know, we have to be writing checks to colleges, Mister Johnson, to be able to have our kids That's go to right. school. They're not getting That's nil right. deals. Country Roads Trust isn't helping them get paid it's, for school. It's possible. I'm so frustrated by it. <laughs> Bryce Young. I'm, I hate it. It's possible that it. Bryce Young could probably make less as being a first-round draft pick <laughs> than he probably made at Alabama. It's almost to the point where like, you're like, ah, I guess I'll go to I this just, NFL club, I guess. I don't know. It um, is, and, I, and, I'll I, take and the don't get cut. me wrong. I understand that these institutions, I understand that these colleges and universities have been making money for years off of these players. And and I want And that's been great. And, and that, but well, has it uh but it there has to be some parity in it, right? Like there has to be like there's got to be a little give and take. And now it's like all give and all take and uh so I just um it's it's a bad path. It's a bad can of worms though. Let's just forget about college. Let's just forget about classes. Like it's fine. Just say hey, it's West Virginia University sports. They play sports for West Virginia, but they don't go to classes. They we pay for them to come and entertain you and wear. Well, the and I board. think it's a I, bad look for us, Guida. The other reason, outside of being an old man complaining about the a carton of eggs and how no. much it costs me, right? And you want me to give <laughs> right? to the uh, Country Roads Trust. Other than that, I think it's just a bad look. You know, bringing it full circle back to WVU when you're in, uh, you know, when you're heading into 
the the state of the Neil Brown era that we're heading into and you're still treading water on five wins and you, you don't see any improvement. In fact, you see it just like lulling people to sleep and making people completely disinterested. And then you have uh, this collective asking people for more money than they're already giving. So, and I know the argument would be like, well, if you want them to get better, you got to fund it. And I, I get it, but it's like, man, it kind of like you said at the top, read the room a little bit. It, man, it felt so tone deaf the other day. So I, I don't know where we go. I don't see us competing in a $13 million NIL deal type stuff. Uh, And I think when you read that, it's kind of disheartening. Like, what are we even doing here? Like we know we can't, we can't do that, but I don't know. Hopefully uh, we see that scope into something that makes sense and doesn't feel like the wild West as we go on. That's absolutely, that's, that's true. I hope you're right too, man. I hope you are right. So anyways, guys, we should probably wrap it up this week. Uh, don't forget WVU plays two times this week in basketball, both times at the Coliseum against TCU on Wednesday. That's a 7 PM tip on ESPN plus. So get your nickels out to pay for that one. And then uh, on Saturday, Texas comes to the Coliseum or the Collie and uh, tip off at 6 o'clock. That's on one of the ESPN networks, so you'll be able to watch it on regular television. So definitely check that out. Also, check us out. We're online. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Got Your Ears. You can also find us on Facebook. Just search Got Your Ears On. And check out our website, GotYourEarsOn.com. It is where everything is, Johnson. Yep, it is. Uh, we'll post the latest show notes along with the show right after this, and we'll have the link uh, right on the page to the Tune In show link, so you can just hit that and listen right in the website. You can also click through to the merch store and check out the GYEO merch, so check it out. Yeah, check it out. Got your ears on. Com. Well, we'll be back next week with another show. Thanks for listening, everybody. You've been listening to Got Your Ears On. Got your ears on.